We greet you to another broadcast on Red Cross Arm. And we'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen. If you'd like to turn your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter number 5, verse number 17. Dear Heavenly Father, save the lost, edify the saved. In Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Ephesians 5, verse 17. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now we're talking about the will of the Lord and the will of God for your life. There are things that are mysterious, but yet there's things that's pinned down. And if you want to deal with the mysterious, and sometimes the things that's difficult and hard to understand about the will of God for your life, then you've got to do what the Word of God says first. Ephesians 6, chapter number, uh, verse number 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, first of all, it dealt with extending your life by honoring your mother and father. And now it also says that it may be well with thee. If you want to have a good life and see good days, that doesn't mean that you'll be a multimillionaire, but in the face of God, it'll be well. And your days can be extended. Now I think every child uh, should listen to their parents. It says, here's obey your parents in the Lord. Now, if a parent wants you to do wicked things and perverse things, then I don't think you should do those things. But if your parents love the Lord and uh, they honor and worship the Lord and they're trying to raise you by the word of God as best they know how, then uh, I think you should uh, pay very, very close attention to what they're trying to say and do to you. Sometimes they correct. Sometimes they chasten. Sometimes they just say, no, you're not going to do that. And uh, you should obey that. That things may be well between you and the Lord and that things may go well in your life and that your days may be extended. Now, you live in a person's house. You should respect that person. You should honor that person. And I speak of your parents, of course. And you should continue to honor them and respect them all the days of their life because they are your parents. They gave up some things that they wanted to do that you might be able to do what you do. I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day about one of his sons. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, uh, I just want to tell you that I, I'm proud of that boy. I said, uh, the first time I ever really saw him, I said, uh, I didn't think he could make it through. There's a great big door he was coming through, and he was in no condition to, to walk through that big door. I didn't really know whether he'd make it through it or not, and you know what I mean. 
But uh, the boy has turned his life around. He's married now and they have two children. And uh, his father told me, he says, you know, he said, it seemed like the moment that baby was born, that both of them just literally changed. I mean, he said, I could almost see it from that moment on. They changed. And, and uh, but this young man and his wife, they gave up some things that they were doing and now that they might uh, raise these children. And your parents gave up some things they wanted to do that you might be raised. Now might I say that first of all, it's right for a man to marry and it's right for a woman to marry. Now if God gives you the strength and courage and grace and has something for you to do that uh, you don't marry and you commit yourself unto the Lord, well then that's right also. Whatever God wants you to do, but don't let somebody else decide that for you. Uh, you do what God wants you to do. If God wants you to stay single, then you stay single. If God wants you to marry, then you marry. You do what God wants you to do. But uh, it's right for a man and a woman to marry. That's the will of God. And it's right for a man and woman that are married uh, to come together and become one flesh and to have children. That is God's will. If you're physically able, it is God's will for every marriage to produce children. If you're physically able. Some people are not physically able. Some people are not emotionally able. Some people cannot. And if this is the will of God for their life, then that is fine. But to be selfish and to feel their own desires by not having children when they're able, then that's not the will of God. The will of God is that for men and women to marry, men and women to come together, men and women produce children. This is the will of God. Now, your parents gave up something for you, if they're any kind of parents at all. They may have had some desires and some wants, and they set them aside. But just the same being also, the desires and the wants that they had, they don't try to relive those through you. They let you find the will of God for your life. They are schoolmasters, as the law was a schoolmaster unto us until we came to grace. So our parents are schoolmasters unto us. They teach us, they train us, they care for us, they meet our needs until it's time for God to put us out upon our, on our own. And then God will show you what he wants you to do. But there's more uh, to honoring mother and father 
than just saying yes sir and no ma'am. And time is fast running out. And, and briefly, might we say that this is a commandment with promise. If you're willing to honor mother and father, then God will bless you for it. God will extend your life for it. But like I said, it's more than just lip service. There has to be more. There has to be something that has to do with your life in this honoring of others. 5.17 Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Chapter number 6 Children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Now, this is talking about the will of God for your life as a Christian, Christian young person. But it also deals with you as an adult also. Now, what does it mean? Uh, we know what it means to obey, uh, to listen to the instruction, godly instruction that our parents give us while they're raising us. But honoring them, it, it deals more with a lot of things. Uh, number one, I think that whatever your parents have done in their life, it honors them by you doing some of the same things. Now, for example, maybe your parents uh, did not have the opportunity to finish high school, possibly, but they wanted you to so bad. By you going ahead and finishing high school, graduating, then, then you honored mother and father. Maybe your parents wanted you to, to go to college. And by going, it, it honored them that you did that. Do you see, life is more than yes ma'am and no ma'am and uh, a face or lip service. It's doing some of the things that your parents wanted you to. Nothing wrong with good education. Nothing wrong with learning. And that honored mother and father that you did those things. Well, maybe mother and father have worked hard all their life. And they worked to clothe you and to feed you. Maybe mother stayed at home. Maybe mother worked at public work. She did what she felt she had to do. Uh, maybe father did this type of work or that type of work. It doesn't make any difference what your occupation is as long as it's an honest uh, type of occupation. It's something honest and honorable. There's, it doesn't make any difference whether it's what we classify as the lowliest job or the highest job. Uh, that's fine. Well, you have gone out in the workforce and you've followed your mother and father's leadership and you've been honest in your dealings, you've worked hard, you, you've tried to do, put the example that your father and mother put before you and then you've went out in the workforce and you've done that. 
Maybe your daddy has been at a place for a long, long time working. And therefore, you felt that that's the way things should be done. That you're going to stay a place a long time and work too. And uh, I think that honors mother and father when you do those things like that because you're doing what they did. Well, now let's get a little more personal. Mother and father married. Well, if it's God's will for you to marry and you marry, I think you honor mother and father because you thought so much of their relationship that uh, you wanted that relationship also. That honored mother and father. And I think that sometimes whenever problems may have come and maybe you've had difficulty, uh, you wanted, first of all, for Christ's sake, for your marriage to last. And you wanted it, of course, for the children to be able to see that a marriage could succeed. But because mom and daddy's marriage succeeded, you wanted your marriage to succeed also. And therefore, you honored mother and father by working out the difficulties. Now, the easy things thrown in the hat and say, I ain't putting up with this mess. The hard thing is saying, Lord, by thy grace, we'll work out our problems. And we'll honor you, and we'll honor mother and father, and we'll honor the children, and we'll honor the body of Christ, and we'll make this work. And uh, this also, we're dealing in marriage, uh, mother and father had you. And therefore, by you having children, you honor mother and father. They, you thought they were good enough parents to raise you and have you. And therefore, because of their example, you have done the same thing. You have married and you have had children and raised children. This honors mother and father. Now, I don't expect everybody to agree with everything I say. All I ask you to do is to think about it. Well, we've got into some personal things here now. And uh, some people always want to, to move. They want to leave home. They want to leave the town they were brought up in the community or whatever. Well, sometimes things happen and God leads in certain directions and, and sometimes uh, we have to go other places. And that's good. If it's with God's will, it has to be done. But it doesn't always have to be done. Some people just want to get away. They think they can have something better on the next, over the next hill or a hundred miles or a thousand miles down the road. It honors mother, mother and father. If God allows you to, to stay right close to home. Well, let's get a little more personal. Mom and daddy took you to the house of God. The local church is not perfect. It's made up of people like me. And you can ask some people that know me very well and they'll tell you that I'm not perfect. So the local church that I belong to is a good church. It's a Bible-believing church. 
I think it's the best there is around. But it's not perfect. And I'm not perfect. If the rest of them were perfect, I'd have messed it up because I'm not perfect. But you honor mother and father. When mother and father took you to the house of God and God saved you there. And God brought you up in that church. And then you continue on in the faith in that church as long as that church is alive. Then uh, that honors mother and father. I've always been amazed someone come through and, and they profess that they're saved. And I, I believe if that's what they say, that's between them and God. But then they go back to some place that doesn't preach the gospel. They, they don't preach the true things of God. They use all kinds of versions of the Bible. And that person wants to tell me God led them back there. They didn't care anything for your soul. What do you want to go back there for? But it honors mother and father when they brought you up in a godly church and you stay right where mom and daddy was. Now, you may have never thought some of these things. And these are some beliefs of my heart. They may not be beliefs of your heart. But I tell you what, I think you'll have problem finding fault with them because I think they're rooted and founded in the will of God. Dear Heavenly